Hey guys, real quick, um, mid-recording this episode, uh, we discovered that there was an audio issue, so the first 15-16 minutes of this show is not going to have the best audio quality, but we realized it, and we fixed it. So Yeah, um, we were sitting there and talking, and Ty had notified me that uh, he might not be getting my audio, so thankfully he was using two programs, and one of those programs saved the recording, because... With what we did within this first 16 minutes, like, I don't know if we could recreate that because, like, with your call out, like, you, you telling me about my pronunciation, like, that was a genuine moment, and I feel like if we had to re-record that, it would have been lost. Exactly. So, uh, I, I know the first 15 minutes or so are not going to be great. The rest of it has pretty good audio, so if you would just muddle through that, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have, hopefully we have all the issues fixed where next episode will be perfect. But with that being said, uh, here is episode nine, guys. Thank you. Thank you. It is September, shit, I did it again, October 17th, 2019, I am Ty Worsham, and this is Loose Screws, the American Elite Dangerous Podcast. With me tonight is my typical, awesome, but short, co-pilot, Justin. How's your night, how's your day going, man? It's going pretty good, also <laughs> known as the cackling hyena in the background when you screw up the intro. <laughs> <laughs> did it again what is wrong with me why can i not say october it's my favorite month of the entire year it's probably because we spent so many episodes talking about the september update that your brain's just like september 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 uh, i don't even like september it's like the worst <laughs> month because it's still hot and ugly but the days are getting shorter and ugh, just all the, the bad month. things and it's the month before the spoopy season Exactly, and I love the spooky season and everything else about it. So, oh, we got a show to do, man. Yeah, we do. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, quick, I got, I have one shout out to do, and that's to uh, Commander Buzz Tightgear. Uh, he sent us an email. He's, I've talked with him a little bit. Um, he seems like a pretty good guy. We got an email we're going to read from him at the end of the show. Uh, you have any other shout-outs you need to get the business out of the way? Yeah, we have a shout-out to a new follower on Twitter. His name is David Reynolds, and uh, we appreciate the follow. Thank okay. you, sir. Absolutely. Again, if you guys uh, uh, want to reach out to us, this email is at loosescrewsquestions at gmail.com. And, and the Twitter is loosescrewsed. I'm so glad you can handle that, because I cannot. <laughs> um, what you been up to in game, man? Uh, well, I did um, the first part of the Interstellar Initiative, and currently I'm actually uh, just doing trade missions with uh, Rockforth Fertilizer as we record. I figured I'd handle that, because it's a pretty lazy thing to do, just transporting cargo back and forth, so yeah, shouldn't distract from, shouldn't distract from the conversation too, too much. 
Yeah. Where are you running cargo to and from? Are you still doing uh, that, like we were doing last night from... Uh... Yeah, I'm going from Lave to DeBerry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good little run. As part of this week's Interstellar Initiative, that but we'll talk about that in a minute, how did you do in last week's Interstellar Initiative? Um, I was top 100%, uh, so not too well. Uh, I mean, I was <laughs> I was running a crate at that point in time, Yeah. and I didn't have it fully decked out with cargo or anything like that. I just ran my normal setup, and uh, I mean, for doing both of them and being essentially like just, just last place, we'll just say that, uh, Still got 1.4 million credits, so hey, I did two runs and made money. Nice. I um I didn't I didn't get to participate in last week's phase, but last night I did. Uh, gosh, I don't know how many runs I did last night in my vet. Um, maybe ten runs, five between between five. I did a lot of runs last night. Um, I got up to tier two, um, on the little ranking thing of it. Nice. Um, but you're not running a crate no more. You didn't talk um, about that. Not for not for this one. Uh, for this one, because should we just go ahead and talk about? Just phase do two? it, man. Like, I mean, we'll we'll well we'll phase two. Yeah, because this this yeah we'll just bring in phase two. So because yeah, you know, for those of you who didn't know, phase one uh, apparently there was it's called the scourge, and there is a blight that affected a bunch of systems that were agricultural so there was a significant loss of crops and staple foodstuffs so they wanted you to deliver things like grain pesticides and synthetic reagents now i just did like two or three runs of grain one to each station because there was two stations you could run them to mm-hmm. but now they are saying that they have triggered this blight to the rock fourth fertilizer and for phase two, not like they're trying to get rid of all the rock fourth fertilizer, so now you can get at at I'll just name the systems instead of all the stations, but you can get it in or rare lave. There's two stations in lave you can get it in. One at Deso, one at Riorte, another one at Orerf. They didn't put those two together for some odd reason. <laughs> um, one at LFT thirty seven, one at Lazy, one at Insorius, one at Arc, and one at Rideplot. But pretty much what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to buy up all the Rockforth fertilizer and take it to Davari. So let me, let me break in here real quick. Number one, uh, Orerv and Orer are two different places. Oh, so yeah, they are. Different. Okay. I and number two. While I was reading. My bad. <laughs> I want to give you credit for being able to pronounce every single one of those places. Because <laughs> <laughs> my redneck ass is over here. Orer. Deso, Riorte. Well, I mean, you ain't the only one that's from the south, so I mean, we can both pull that off. Just that right now, I have my radio voice on. <laughs> so, I mean, no, that was that. I'm gonna give you kudos for being able to read through all that, man. That's awesome. So, yes. So, uh, they're trying. They're trying to get all this. All, trying to get rid of all this fertilizer, and you're and you can get it from all these places. And where do you take it? You take it to Tiberi at the Wiley Port. Cool. So phase two starts are started on October sixteenth, and it runs through October twenty second. And of course, if they're doing the typical thing, if the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. But there's something really interesting they did with this particular uh, 
initiative. Sure did, and that's why right now I'm not running cargo in my crate. So they have go ahead, reduced the costs. They have reduced the costs of the Type Six, Type Seven, and Type Nine transport ships. Also, they have reduced the costs of cargo racks. So sidebar here: I tried to cheat and sell my cargo racks to make money. You can't do it. Don't don't Shame. bother. Shame. So. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was sitting there, I was like, "Hey, I bought this cargo rack for like." I can't remember how much it was, like 400, I think it was 400,000 more than what it is right now. Let me see. Nope, they, they're smarter than that. They're, they're, yep. they're smarter uh, than that. Especially because they've already had an incident with Rockforth Fertilizer that they had to uh, fix. Yeah, unfortunately Frontier was like, nope, nope, nope. We're going to be smarter than you this time. Can't can't do that. So I say uh, unfortunate, but, but you know. I'm, well, here's the thing. There was a post on Reddit where somebody, because you know, it's selling for literally one credit for a ton, and right. you can sell it for a little bit. I forget, like, the exact amount. I'll tell you as soon as I land there. So this is going to be a revisit. Cool. Uh, but at first, there was a bug, and somebody made 600 million credits, and Frontier, and, like, pretty much was on top of it and fixed it immediately. <laughs> but... Part of me was just like, damn it, I missed it. Because <laughs> I was at work when it happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, they... Um, <laughs> I'm actually, like, this initiative kind of feels like... So, so ever since that last little patch they put out, everything kind of feels like it did before the big September update. Everything feels good again. Everything feels yeah. right. Everything feels like that they got everything lined out right. I... There's still a few little irritating little bugs here and there that I'm sure they'll, they'll end up cleaning up, but to my knowledge, there's nothing that's just huge sitting um, out there. So, yeah, I haven't heard anything or seen anything besides the typical like. Apparently, there's still a few issues here and there for console stuffs, but we can't really speak to that because we both play on PC. Right. So, um, but yeah, on the PC side of things, I mean, it's all going great, man. It's awesome. Like, I, I, like, I'm finally happy to. Like not have to read these posts every day about people being like, "Oh, a frontier and blah blah blah." Like, it's great to have the game back to where it is and to have people just kind of like sharing their cool stories again. Like, yeah. Um, I do want. There is one other bit of news here. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna bring this up real quick. Um, because um, a buddy of our, um, a buddy of the show, um, uh. Sorry, my brain farted here. Uh, <laughs> uh, buddy of the show, Alec, uh, Alec Turner, got to be the featured commander this week. And I believe that broke today, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it did. And so kudos um, to Alec. Congrats to him. Uh, I think that is super cool, bud. Um, he does all of the buckyball racing. Or he's kind of... The head of all that, he 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 administers all that. Um, we got an email from him. We'll read toward the end of the show about because about our dumbness from last week about Buckyball. Um, I need to see if we can get him on here to talk about Buckyball because I would love to learn know more and go from there. But we'll we'll see if we can do that in the future. I'm sure he's well, got his hands tied right now with that with everything going on with him. So. Well, hey Ty, can I say you didn't share that email with me, sir? And I'm a little bit upset. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. I kind of forgot. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the dude that's also that, like, um, 
he sent you an email and kind of like sort things out because we didn't really have any idea what's going on. So thank you, Alec. And also, once again, uh, I'm not sure if we said this or not last week, but he also gave us a shout out on the Frontier Thorns. So, I mean, dude, just thanks for being awesome. Yeah, uh, he's 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 kind of a pillar of the community. And, and uh, honestly, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I kind of feel like that his featured commander is a little late. I feel like they should have done him sooner, 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 but. Uh, best thing, you know, good things come to those who wait. So good, good, good on him. So congratulations, Alec. Um, but I, I didn't mean to get off on a complete tangent there. Sorry about that. But well, it's still it's still relevant to the game. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> is is there anything else you want to talk about about the uh, about the community object about the interstellar initiative this week? I mean, I. I... I don't know. To me, we had this conversation, what was it, yesterday or the day before that? Something like that. Uh, where it's like, okay, they're trying to get rid of all the rock forth fertilizer. And it's like, okay, I don't remember it being a commodity when I started playing. And, you know, it seems like, especially like with this past patch with it being a bug and them having to go back and fix all that and take stuff away and things like that, like... Now it kind of feels like they're trying to get rid of it, and I'm not sure if that's because of this or if this is story-driven, which I really hope it's story-driven because I'd I'd like a little bit more, like, lore and interest in it because, I mean, we've heard about all this crop stuff and poor harvests and things like that. And also another thing with it is is with this blight, uh, like, there's systems that are coming into civil unrest, so are we about to have some sort of war on our hands? You know, I, I'm kind of curious about that too because, like, I went and looked it up um, when when they when they started the scourge, the the interstellar initiative. That's what they're calling it. It's called the scourge. And I'm probably rednecking the pronunciation of that, but no, oh, you're is, fine. I mean, but um, I'm not saying the scourge. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and looked it up, and um, the first Galnet post about Rockforth or about the fertilizer or anything, goes uh, back to September 3305. Um, and there were two uh, mentions of it. There was talk about um, the Interstellar Association for Agriculture announcing uh, below-average crop yields in several key locations. Deso or Arerv, to be... Uh, were, that was that was two of the ones that were cited there. Um it, they talk about how the situation was highlighted during the Alliance Festival of Cultures Culinary Week. Um, basically, the events for that festival in the DSO system were impacted by difficulties sourcing fresh ingredients. Um, so that's so this goes all this doesn't go back, but about a month because that was September or that was September 13th 3305 or so 2016 or 2019 okay so I don't even know what year I'm in much less what month Jesus (laughs) well I mean I was about to ask are we in 3305 in game right now yes because I I was trying to look on the minis as soon as you said that I'm like wait what year is it in the game right now (laughs) yeah it's in there was so a week later there was another mention of it. This is when they first talked about Rockforth Corporation and Rex Whitlock, the marketing director for Rockforth, and yeah. Um, and then they started talking about the oh that was September eighteenth, thirty three five was the first mention of the EX seven fertilizer. 
And then there's been one, two, three, four, four more uh, Galnet entries specifically referencing the EX7 fertilizer. So, like, you're absolutely right. This was definitely not in the game until recently. Uh, and it sounds like they introed it, had those issues, and now they're trying to exit it. See, I'm curious if they're trying to link the 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 exploit that was introduced to you know, or you know, I'm curious if they're trying to link the exploit that was introduced, or they were. I don't want to put it. They're basically just going to use this, or, or well, God, I can't talk tonight. Or if there's more <laughs> going on than what um, we know of. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Uh... Like that, that this is a way for them to do it. They obviously like introduced this with the intent of something. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that this exploit happened, I would say, I'm gonna say it's more coincidental than it is intentional. Like it just happened to happen because, uh, like you like you just told me, it's a new commodity. So yeah, um, I mean, it just so happened that it came during one of the buggiest things that's happened. So I mean, that, but that's something that just happened. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of curious to see, like, what they're going to do with it and what, like, this actually is, because, they're you know, they've been real hush-hush about a lot of this, and it's just kind of like, okay, so, um, you bring in a new thing, and a lot of people started using it, and now we realize, oh, hey, this is garbage, and, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're back. Sorry about that. That was our audio mess up. We're back. Uh, we should have good audio, or at least our standard of audio going forward. So, hell yeah. Um, but we just got through talking about the scourge, and I think we kind of wrapped everything up there was to talk about in the scourge there. So, we're if gonna... we didn't, make sure you tweet at us or email us. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, um, the next thing I so. Last week, week and a half or so, it seems like everything on Reddit has been everything on red on the subreddit of Elite has been kind of centered around the 2020 update and space legs. So I want me and you to sit down and have a have a have a big old conversation because we don't necessarily agree about everything when it comes to space legs and atmospheric flight and all that stuff. No, well, you did give me a lot to chew on yesterday, and I've sat down and thought about it. Um, I'm not going to exactly say that my opinions change, but we need to get into it before we even go into any of that. Yeah. So, so for those that don't know, so there is a leak online um, that looks like we are getting in the big 2020 update. We are going to get uh, space legs. Now, we don't know what all that means. Um. But they specifically mentioned in this leak, and it may or may not be accurate, uh, I will say this about the leak. To my knowledge, everything that uh, this guy has predicted in the leak has been accurate. Um, There's been a little bit of the dates. He was off a few months, I believe, on the dates. Uh, But he's he's been spot on with everything else. Um, so all of, all of that being said, I kind of look at it like we're, we're probably going to get space legs and out of this leak, they specifically mention 
no atmospheric landings, flights, no nothing, nothing like that. And so, so I'm gonna kind of get into it real quick, and then I'm gonna ask your your opinion about it. Okay. Yep, that's fine. So, let me start off by saying. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Before okay. you do this, on this week's segment of Ty's rant. No, no, Ty no. Ty's this... going to talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 this isn't a rant. I'm sorry, I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't a rant, I promise. I'm sorry, I had to, dude. It, it's, it's, it's just... But anyways, okay. continue on, sir. Let me start off by saying, whatever we get in the 2020 update, I am confident it will be a large, significant update to this game. And... I think that they're going to do a good job with it. I, I They have a history of doing good work. So I think they're going to do a good job with it. That being said, they have disappointed me a little bit here and there throughout the years. Which is, you know, it's it's a company, it's a business. Not, every, not everybody's going to be 100%, 100% of the time. So uh, if that was the case, my Cowboys wouldn't be three and freaking four, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Um, or three, three, and th- what? What are they right now? Three and yeah, three and three. I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, three and three. I know Atlanta's pretty much doing just as bad, so you know, whatever. Yeah, but anyway. Granted, I'm not a Falcons fan, so that's probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't. <laughs> I don't want to turn this to a sports thing, but anyway. No. <laughs> um. So so. I am of the mindset I don't want space legs. And the reason why I don't is because I want atmospheric, <clears throat> excuse me, atmospheric flight. And let me kind of go into the reasons why. Number one, um, there is a video out there by a, a YouTuber named uh, FR, capital F, capital R, little J. And it is titled Elite Dangerous Sidewinder Full Interior walk inside my ship concept if they're going to do space legs this is what i want i want to be able to walk around the entire the entirety of the ship i want to be able to walk over and see the shield generator and see the srv and then go up to and see my quarters and be able to have like like maybe like some trophies on the wall that i could you know put up there I want to be able to walk over to like a crew quarters. I want to be able to like see a maintenance panel. I think it'd be cool to be a walk over and press a button on a wall and a, a little thing kind of opens up and hey, here's the hard point if you wanted to, you know, manipulate the hard point or something. The pro, if if they give us the and and then I want to be able to climb down a ladder or a gangplank or whatever and walk around on the planet. Or walk around on the station. And I don't even have to have like a full station to render. Just like a few places inside of the station. The problem is. Is that I don't think that's what we'll get. Because what we're talking about there. To be able to completely do the interiors of. What are we at now? 39? 40 ships? If you, uh, I'm not sure of the exact number. But yeah. We're somewhere in the 40s. So. So. To be able to do that, that's that's ten years worth of work, and I don't necessarily think FDEV has been working on that for ten years. I might be wrong. I, I I'm not a game developer. This is just my my opinion. 
what I think that we will get is that you will, you know, you'll 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 go down to the bottom panel, like you're gonna deploy an SRV or deploy a fighter, and then the screen will kind of turn black, or you'll kind of get up, and the screen will kind of turn black, and then you'll be outside of your ship, and then you'll walk around. And when I thought about this. My initial reaction was, well, that'll be all right. I can walk around the ship. There are things that I can do. It'll be, be kind of cool. But I don't think that this is what I want out of my space legs. Let me also say this. Because um, I, think, I think I would be disappointed with that. I feel like that would be half measure. I want full measure. Um, I kind of feel like that what they're going to end up doing, and I might be wrong, is that they will focus on the FPS combat of running around and shooting Thargoids and running around their bases. And then, you know, they also talked about base... The, the leak also talked about base building. Uh, and then we had that little uh, thing on the ARCS website where they were talking about uh, building labels or base labels or something like that. Skins for... Like, like skins for the bases. Right, right. Not the bases themselves, just skins for them. Right. So, we think that we're going to get bases to build. We think that we're going to get the ability to kind of walk around the base and stuff. But the problem is, I don't think that we're going to get the ability to walk around our ships. I don't think. I might be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. But I feel like we're just going to get half measure with this. And for me, I feel like that that's not the direction to go. Right now, Frontier has the best space flight sim in existence. Hands down. Uh, there are some that are, there's some others that are good. There's some others that, that do things a little bit better here and there. But by and large, Elite Dangerous is the best space flight sim in existence. And that's just my opinion. Uh, that being said, I feel like they should go deeper into the space flight sim aspect of it. Because there's things right now that we can't do. Namely, we can't fly on atmospheric worlds. And we can't fly through the Grand Canyon or over an ocean or anything, or, or, or anything like that. We can't drive around through a field in the SRV. We can't... Uh, hover over an ocean and deploy a little uh, underwater submersible. These are things that I want. I would prefer to have these things over walking around on a planet half measure. The other thing that I would I think they would be better off investing in is gas uh, gas giant mining. Because if they were going to do atmospheric worlds, they could go ahead and do gas giant mining and let us fly into the atmosphere of gas giants and mine. I mean, we already have stuff to kind of do it with the fuel scoop, so we could mine stuff there. That would open up a whole different type of gameplay, not to mention the pirating aspects of staking out on a gas giant, waiting for people to come in, and then attacking them. And I feel like 
if you have the best space flight simulator you need more space flight things to do before you try to overlay a half measure FPS but if we get a full measure FPS where you can walk around all the decks of your ship where you can uh, walk down and see your fighter bay and walk down and see your SRV and then go up to the mid decks on the uh, Anaconda and walk up and see the beautiful glass thing up front the, ga the glass bridge up front or walk into the 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 walk into the, you know your own the, the commander's quarters your own personal quarters where you can have uh, 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 trophies of things that you've accomplished on the wall or, or in a case I'm gonna interject on here with that one though again like it was like you're talking about commander's quarters and my first thought went to Mass Effect mm -hmm. like because you could buy the massive fish tank to put in your commander's quarters like yeah. That would be so good. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to, like, interrupt your train of thought there, but no. it's just, like, that would be something that would be so good. It's just, like, just buy a massive fish tank. Yeah. I mean. Well, and, and there's there's some lore things behind why that may not work because, you know, you're you're in space and, and these ships don't have uh, artificial gravity unless they're, and they actually feel G-forces, like, when they turn and stuff. So... You know, you wouldn't necessarily be able to put it like a, like the ship sitting still with no gravity, then you're weightless kind of situation, you know? Yeah. So, and there's there's a there's plenty of lore behind that. So, I'm I get how you know they may not be able to do certain things. All of that being said, and I might be wrong, but I kind of yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I have to laugh because I just thought about fish floating through my ship. <laughs> <laughs> it it. it I might be wrong, but I feel like that we're going to get this half measure thing, and I don't think I want that. And not only that, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how that even will play because are we going to when we fly the ship? Are we going to be like on a like a Hodos, like a you know Hodos setup? And then when we are running around shooting Thargoids, are we going to have to go to like an FPS setup? I mean, how's that going to work exactly? I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that how that works functionality. I mean, I get, I get how, oh, you have your mouse and keyboard up here, then you, I get that. What I'm saying, though, is that for me, when I got my HOTUS on my desk, I don't have a whole lot of room for my mouse and keyboard. So I'm going to have to, like, basically re-engineer my entire desk to make this work. I don't want to do that. I don't like that. And the more I think about it, the less I want to do things like that. The more I want to do the more I want them to do something with their space flight sim and just make it better. Make, give me more things to fly through. Give me, uh, you know, give me comments that I can go land on and mine, you know, get, there are so many other directions they could go. I really feel like, uh, uh, space legs is not the right way to go. One last thing. Because one thing I, 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 I've, I've talked to people outside of, you know, this show and talked to people outside of game. One thing that people have mentioned to me is that, well, the tech behind doing uh, atmospheric worlds and stuff is really complicated. I'm going to disagree a little bit. Because if you go look at their Jurassic 
world game and there's uh zoo tycoon their latest what is their latest planet zoo planet zoo if you go look at those two games the tech first of all those run on heavily modified cobra engines so in my mind they've already done the legwork it's a matter of getting that tech mushed over into elite into the galaxy forge and to me i know that i know there's a lot of work there i know there's there's probably a good year or two worth of work there but to me if the tech already exists here and they already got the 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 programming to do it it's already in-house why would you not mush that into your other games especially when you've already said you're not doing big updates for a year and I don't know. They they did that announcement 18 months ago. Uh, so I'm hoping that I honestly hope that we get like my 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 dream scenario is that we get full measure space legs and we get atmospheric stuff and we get gas giants and we get all the things and it drops uh, uh, June 5th 2020 because that's my birthday. And then they're like happy birthday Ty. Here you go. We, we, it's for you, buddy. Enjoy. That's that would be my dream scenario. So well, wait, you have a June birthday as well? Yeah, I'm the 29th, bro. Ah, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 what I want. Th- those are the things that I want. Um, what I think we will get is a kind of half measure space legs that'll be well done. It'll be well implemented. It'll look great. It'll run well. It'll be well done. There'll be some bugs at the beginning, but they'll get them. They'll get them ironed out, and it'll be it'll be well done. But it won't quite be what Ty wants out of Elite. And I really, if I if we're not gonna get everything that I want, I would rather them spend the time to do the atmospheric stuff. So, that's my opinion. That's my. It's not a rant. It's just an opinion. So now I'm going to shut up now because I want to hear everything <laughs> you have to say about it. Well, I mean, that's why I wanted to like label it. Like I did jokingly. Like I was like, "Oh, here comes Ty's rant," because I knew this was going to be a long-winded thing. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, that's the whole point of us doing this is for us to like express our opinions and our wants and things like that. But. I'm also of the mindset it's like we have to manage our expectations and you know not that they're not meeting them but uh like and don't get me wrong I 100% agree with you on your atmospheric points and the things that they could do with that like and you literally just mentioned like racing through the Grand Canyon and I'm like oh dude like cuz I'm not sure if a big ship or a medium ship would fit in the Grand Canyon but a ship launch fighter <gasps> It'd be like pod racing from Star Wars. That'd be good. Give us the space rings to race. <laughs> but like, I, I'm still gonna play, I'm I'm gonna kind of do the role of devil's advocate, where I'm like, I don't know. I kind of still feel like space legs is a very even if I'm not gonna say half-assed. I'm gonna say like, if it's not fully what you expected, then like. I'm still kind of on the front of I prefer space legs. Which I know is an interesting point to make, given all the things you've just given. But, like, 
Yeah, I know, like, because you, you linked me that Sidewinder video, which I had seen once before, and I even rewatched it again to make sure that, like, you know, and it was really cool that I got to, got to explore everything. And I know with what you're saying, it's like, okay, if we have to get on an elevator and travel to somewhere, like, that's another loading screen. That's what the Super Cruise is. We have enough loading screen. But... Like, even if it's just like, okay, you go down to sub-level two of your ship. Like, let's say, because, like, right now I'm in a Type 9, so I know I have two levels at least. Because, and I remember making this comment as soon as I got it, it's like the commander's chair is up at the top, and your co-pilots would be two chairs at the bottom left, left side, right side. Which I, like, I'm telling you, I thought it was awesome, but it's one of those things for me where it's just like, okay, if I have to walk into an elevator to go down a level... But even if I have to go down that one level, if they give me like the ability to explore different rooms within that level, I'm fine with that. Uh, like, because honestly, like for me, a lot of it, like a lot of the transitional stuff, like some of it could be cut out and I feel like it would be acceptable, but I feel like you need a fleshed out kind of like map of your ship, like a small Call of Duty map, for example. Like if you like if you have a very small Call of Duty map, it's got a bunch of tight corridors that you have to navigate through. If you put in something towards like you travel down a level and you have something small, but you can walk into at least like three or four rooms, I'm okay with that. Now as far as like the planetary exploration stuff goes I kind of feel like the SRV is kind of like where it's at because we've done Guardian Ruin stuff together when we were getting my Guardian FSD booster. I feel like if I was on foot for that, it would be a walking simulator, which is what I don't want. Because we have games like Daisy and we have games that they're literally like they're called walking simulators for a reason because a lot of it's just travel time and that's something i don't want so i feel like like they could give us like a half a half base space legs but they could also give us atmo landings but in but instead of space legs on the atmo landings they could give us you know we had the srv we can explore everything in the srv but with that, they need to make the SRV a bit more pilotable, if I'm being honest. And I know I shouldn't say that, but, but like the SRV is not necessarily the easiest thing to control on a HOTAS. Like, I really would rather do that with a controller, and there's no way for me to use my controller in a, and a HOTAS at the same time. And to your point of HOTAS and mouse and keyboard... I understand what you're saying, but like for me, I don't know if you've watched any of my recent streams or things like that, but since I've hooked up my HOTAS because I had to buy another one because I just got back into this game, like I'm having to like reach around my HOTAS and my like my, my, my flight stick and my thruster to kind of like reach my mouse and keyboard, but I make it work. And if it wasn't elite, I wouldn't do it. But I kind of feel like, I don't know, I mm, I was under the impression that we were kind of getting both. 
of Atmo and Space Legs, which even if both of those are kind of half of whatever, like I expect, and which you should always manage your expectations. Don't sit here and hear one thing and then let your mind blow it out of proportion. I've been disappointed by too many video games nowadays. That's why I don't get hyped for like new video games or anything. But I feel like like really look at take take at face value what they're saying. It's just like, oh, we're gonna put in space legs. Okay, you're gonna be able to walk around something, and I think that's cool. We had the SRV for planets. I know nothing was released about Atmo landings, but they should give us something as far as atmospheric landings go. I'd be fine with a half and half if I'm being honest with you. And you gave me a lot to chew on in our conversation yesterday. I'm not totally against a, a, just a halfway space legs. I'm, I'm for it if it has like a halfway Atmo landing too. But I don't want another super buggy experience because, and I know with the September patch and stuff like that, we talked about that a lot and in a lot of episodes and they were kind of downers. I'll give Frontier the credit though. They, they kind of fixed this super quick. And now, as far as I know for PC, there's not a lot of lingering bugs out there. I know for consoles, it's rough, but Another thing to kind of like realize is they have the majority of their working team working on this big update versus the smaller updates. And like, I feel like they did a pretty good job time wise of trying to nail this stuff down. Now, I know with every mini patch between it, certain things would pop up. But if they're working with a skeleton crew of like five, six people, they did a really good job, and I feel like we should give FDF some credit. They did a really good job, and in the time frame they had. I still wish the entire team was working on the entire game versus one update. And that's what I'll leave it at. So. So. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm done. Like, okay. I was kind of waiting on your input there a few times, if I'm being honest. So, well, I, I was just going to let you talk, but so I went ahead and looked up the, um, the, the leak that was posted on 4chan. Yeah. And it was titled Frontier Developments Roadmap. It's posted by Anonymous. It was posted on April 14th, 2019. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read, read, read through a few things that we, that were proved to be true. Mm-hmm. And um, then I will talk about the Elite Dangerous thing. So yeah. one, it was called uh, Project Darwin, which was Planet Zoo. And it says, announcing this month or next, releasing October, PC only based on Planet Coaster. Cool weather effects, actually looks fairly okay. DLC packs every three months or so, with the first being around de- December. To my knowledge... Now, I don't necessarily follow Planet Zoo, but this is spot on. Um, I think it released in October, or is about to release. 
Uh, I should have looked that up real quick. Let me look. It might be in like a pre-release date right now, but I think it's released. If I'm being honest with nope, you. Nope. The initial release date is November the fifth. So. Okay, so it's in a pre-release right now then. Right. Right. So 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 he's a month off. On it counts. No, it still it still counts. Yeah. Like I count pre-release. Yeah. So you have to. I mean, either way, you're gonna have to buy it to play it. It's just pre-release is like okay, this might be your buggy version, like. Dude, yeah. like you put the game for sale, it's a pre-release. Go, like, go screw yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna put it bluntly like that, but pre-releases well, are the same as releases. It's just your pre-release well, is expected to be buggy. I know there's different wordings and things like that, and I know because I grew up in the early. I, I was born in '88, so like video games within the internet era don't release full. They don't, and that's something we'll, like all of us could argue all day, every day, but in today's world, video games do not release fully optimized, fully functional, fully free of everything, whereas back in the console days of like Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, if you didn't release a game that didn't have this stuff, you didn't have online options to update it. Now we have those options, and I feel like it's one of those things where I don't necessarily blame companies for it. I blame publishers for it because publishers want to push the game out faster to get money. Well, I mean, let's hold on. <laughs> so, okay. so the other thing that they talk about here, cause there, there's, there's six things they talk about. Other thing was, um, Jurassic world evolution. Now this came out before mm. it came out, but they, they said in July, there will be a Claire Deering DLC. Um, which uh, talked about new DLC will contain um, Acrocanthosaurus, Proceratosaurus, I can't say these dinosaur words. I'm dumb. I'm yeah, I, yeah. If, I was going to say, if you want to send them to me, I'll try, but you no. sound like you're <laughs> doing just as good as I would be yeah. with that. So, like, dinosaur names are a thing that I don't do. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he was spot on on that. Um, so here are the things that we don't quite know yet. Okay. Oh, oh, the other thing was the Planet Coaster. They were working on a Ghostbusters pack that released. Was that Planet Coaster? Yeah, I saw that, but I saw that they were giving that away for free, which I, I'm a hundred percent for. Like, dude, I'm a huge supporter of the original Ghostbusters series. Yeah. They were great movies. I don't give a hell what anybody says about any of them. I love the original Ghostbusters, and the fact that they gave something away for free was awesome. Because yeah. I totally bought the Ghostbusters car Ecto-1 for Rocket League to play in Ecto-1. And like, I don't care. It's the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So so this leak was spot on on those things. So here, yeah. so here are the things that they talked about that are kind of we don't really know yet. Okay. Um, Jurassic World Evolution 2, called Project Galileo, um, says this is the new IP that was mentioned recently, just a sequel to Jurassic World Evolution, releasing in 2021. Uh, now, this is what he says. I'm going to quote him exactly. We can't fix JWE, so we are going to make a new one. I don't quite know what they mean by that, but that's what uh, they're saying here. That sounds like engine limitations if i'm being honest i agree 
So then they have um, Project Einstein, uh, Planet Coaster 2, in talks with Disney about licensing. Not much info on this yet. Of course. Right. Uh, they have Project Marconi, a real-time strategy game, Man vs. Machine, and Lego Star Ooh. Wars. And Lego I'm Wars. interested in them doing a real-time strategy. I'm sorry to interrupt, but... Like, I kind of like RTSs or even turn-based strategy games. Like, I, I'm a fan of them, and if they're working on a real-time strategy game, that really interests me. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Um, I kind of feel like RTSs have kind of fallen off the map a little bit, mm -hmm. and I like them for the most part, so I would like for them to get a little bit resurgence. Um, StarCraft 3, I mean, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to say StarCraft 3 because, uh, you know, I I really, because I didn't have my first PC until 2005, and I really delved into the StarCraft 2, especially with Wings of Liberty. But, and this is like the guys that I play with, like the people I've, the, the quote-unquote clan that I'm in, mm -hmm. we all, like, I met them all through StarCraft 2. We now, we play different games, we play Rocket League for the majority of it. But, eh, Heart of the Swarm and Wings of Liberty, like, not Wings of Liberty, uh, Heart of the Void, there we go. Like, a lot of that, there were a lot of issues, and there were a lot of things that Blizzard could have done better, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Yeah. Because I know you have rants about that, and I feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like we could release an episode outside of this podcast on our Blizzard rants. Yeah, well, we can get yeah. into that. Or so. have it for bonus content, but... Yeah. Like, that's one of those things where it's just like, we need, we need, like, if, if you guys want that, feel free to email us or tweet us that. Like, we we could totally release a bonus episode and our thoughts on this stuff. Like, we play other games, not just Elite. Yeah. And just like I know everybody that plays Elite, like, they don't play just Elite. So the... And, that's my whole thing. It's just like, dude, we're 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 trying to like, we we play other stuff. So if you guys want to hear our thoughts on other stuff, because we we don't want to go on too many tangents in this show, because this show is an elite dangerous podcast. But let us know. Like, just, just, that's it. Just let us know. So the 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 last so so real quick the the last thing that's not that's not elite on this uh, leak here. Is Jurassic World Survival, a Jurassic World-themed survival game. Not much info on this at the moment. Ooh. So, these are things that are not elite that Frontier is supposedly working on. But, yeah. here's the Elite Dangerous uh, leak. It's called Project Wat Watson. Now, I'm going to read this exactly how it's typed out, okay? Okay. Elite Dangerous Project Watson. Space Legs. Haven't seen any mention of atmospheric landings, FPS-style gameplay, Thargoids in the flesh, base building. Coming end of 2020, Thargoid, Thargoid, Thargoids look very Starship Trooper. Don't expect to see much between now and then. The focus is on keeping Elite making money on the meantime. So... They specifically say no mention of, of atmospheric landing, so I kind of feel like this is going to be a binary decision. Oh, like we get one dude, or the other. Don't, don't tell me that because, like, I was seriously under the assumption that we were getting both. Yep. Um, Fuck. 
Now, this was before Elite said, hey, we're going to push this. Uh, we're not going to give you a big update until 2020. So this, this come out, and then I want to say about a month later, they said, hey, our next big update is 2020. And then right after that is when we started is when the Planet Coaster Ghostbusters pack came out. It's when the uh, Claire Deering for uh, Jurassic World Evolution was announced or came out. All Everything kind of started lining up to where this leak was correct. So at this point, I think it's safe to say, while we don't know for sure, that this, what they're saying here is correct. So, so to go back to our original topic, our original discussion of atmospheric landings versus space selects because apparently it's going to be a decision or it has it was at some point in their development process it was a decision and and of course they've been super hush hush about it right and apparently according to this they basically chose space legs and i got a feeling they did that because of the pressure from, from the community well the pressure from no man's sky number one excuse yeah. me yeah Number two, the pressure, the fake pressure. Oh, excuse me, I keep getting burps here. I apologize. <laughs> um, number two, the the simulated pressure from uh, Star Citizen. And I say simulated pressure there because that's still not a game. Yeah, like I, mm, but first Ty's got indigestion. But anyways, uh. I don't feel like uh, at this point, like after, because I've I've looked in the Star Citizen, and I know a bunch of people that have like bought copies. If I'm gonna say that, but they've looked into, and I don't feel like Star Citizen is gonna be like a threat. I really don't. Now, while I could be wrong in that, like because Star Citizen could at any moment be like, "Hey, we've got stuff." I don't have a copy. Do you? Well, let me let me let me kind of wrap up this whole discussion real quick because we got other things we need to talk about. So let me yeah, yeah, yeah. let me just say my final thoughts on it, and I'll let you say your final thoughts on it. Okay. Ten four. So one, to answer your question about Star Citizen, I do own, or I I, I have I can't remember exactly what I bought, but I bought enough to where I, I paid I paid sixty bucks. I have the. That's game. not bad. I mean, yeah. that's a standard AAA title, right, so. Right. I have the game. I have. I don't. I don't have the Squadron Forty Two thing. I have the, just the standard um, Star Citizen game. Um, or hell, maybe I do have Squadron Forty Two now. I, I know because they changed some of the stuff there. I was an early adopter of it, and I. I'm one of the people who kind of feel like I've gotten burned a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all of that being said, um, this isn't a game yet. Uh, right now, there's some demos in there. There are some things... I haven't checked in on it recently. Um, but, you know, the they have some really good ideas. But quick question. Mm -hmm. Do you care to check in anymore? Because the reason why I ask this is because there's so much frustration in Elite right now, but you're still playing Elite. I know if I look at you and go, hey, I'm going to do this, you'll hop in, and it's easy. Well, let me. Well, With Star that, Citizen, do you feel that urge? Well, so so th that kind of ties into the question I'm going to ask you this week. Awesome. All right? So, you know, so well, well, I'll just go ahead and segue into that. So basically, all it, right, perfect. 
We if, have a transition. Exactly. I did it. Ha! <laughs> if if Elite Dangerous, for whatever reason, was to go away, like for whatever reason, Frontier said, "Hey, you know what? This is costing too much money." Uh, on December first, we're canceling the game. The servers will be down. We're done with it. What space game are you going to play? Well, first of all, let me tell you, if I got a message and it's like we're we're done with this, I'd probably go in a corner and cry for a little bit. Uh, if I'm being honest, because I, 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 this game. Okay, let me preface this by saying, like, I know we've had a lot of dour episodes with the September update, but guys, don't don't get it twisted. The reason why the episodes were dour is because of how much we care about this game. Like, we love this game. And I, I know I'm speaking for Ty when I say that. Yeah. Like, and I wouldn't say that if I didn't know I was speaking for Ty, but I know I speak for Ty when I say this game is the best space game out there right now. Easily. Point blank, period. If this game were to go under, and I know we're talking about space sim games, uh, as far as I can think, the, the only contenders are like Eve and... Uh, what was... Fuck, why do I blank on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> No Man's Sky. There we go. Honestly, there's no other space game out there that I think I would play. And I know, like, you can look at it and be like, oh, well, what about, like, Star Wars games? And it's just like, a lot of the Star Wars games, like, they're not space. They're just based in space. They're not space games. They're action games. Or they're fighting games. Or they're this. This game is a true space flight sim. And, like, I don't know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, and it's just like, All right. because I know Ty, I know I know you have visited my my stream. Right. I play Rocksmith because I enjoy playing my bass guitar, which I hold fixed on, hold the on, bass guitar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you real quick, because you just said, uh, do you remember what you just said, like word for word? That... No Man's Sky and Eve Online are like the only other ones that I know about, and but they're not space sims. That's what you they're just not said. space sims exactly. Okay, okay. So if they're not space sims and you want to play a space sim, why do you want space legs? Ooh, <sighs> dropping the mic here. <laughs> you are dropping the mic. That's <laughs> a very good question. But the fact of the matter is, it's just like. I feel like the majority of it is done in vehicles in which, and that's in day-to-day -day life. Like the majority of your exploration and day-to-day -day life is in your car or in your truck because so, it's a faster mode of transport than your feet. Yeah. So uh, go ahead, go ahead, go. I'm so, going to let you go. Okay. Then... So a buddy of mine, he's, this is what he told me once. He said, how cool would it be to have a space game? Where you never go to space, where you can where you can play for a week and you never go to space, you can do a bunch of things and never go to space. I'm like, well then, I would go play some other game. That's my response to it. I agree with you 100 percent about that because it's like, okay, if you go a week without exploring space, what's the fucking point of space? But 
Hold on. Okay. Think about what he's talking about. He's not talking about playing a game. He's talking about experiencing a world. Experiencing I get a universe. that. And that's, I get that. That's what he's alluding to. He's basically saying, hey, how cool would it be if, if you could, like, and, and, and for example, let's say, for instance, the planet Lave. Let's say that we started, let's say that they did the starter experience. You start off on the planet Lave, and you're on the planet, and you have to do things to get enough money to be able to buy your first Sidewinder. And that, that that's how you start. You start off as, like, a Alliance Marine or something. And that's that's where you start, but you know you can spend the whole game on the planet Lave, and never actually leave the Lave system in your Sidewinder, and then eventually get up to an Anaconda and never leave the system. That's kind of an interesting idea. I'll agree with you that it's an interesting idea, but what's the fucking point? <laughs> and pardon my French on that, but. The whole point of it being a space sim is that we get to explore a one-to-one scale of the Milky Way galaxy. Yep. And, like, you've been to my Twitch stream multiple times, and even if you don't chat, like, I know you're there because I take a look at the viewer list. (laughs) But you've watched me play Remnant. You know how much I explore those corners. Yep. And, like, while I realize that's boring to watch, for me, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, I gotta know if something's here or not. And we have ships, we have SRVs, and all of that takes care of the planetary stuff. All we need is Atmo with those two. I haven't been able to explore my ship. Yeah. And if space legs are literally just me exploring ships... I know this is disagreeing with what you said, but I'm fine with that. I want the ability to say, hey, this ship is my ship because as of right now, like, I love my crate. My crate has a coffee pot. My crate has this and that. But I know if I look to the other guy that has a crate, he has the same shit I do. Like, you're only exploring the cockpit. Yeah. And... That's that's kind of like my whole point on space legs. It's just like when my crate is built different than your crate, my modules are different than yours. Yeah. Well, how do those modules change my ship to your ship and make a difference? And with with, with okay, we're gonna I'm gonna bring this in here because we haven't mentioned it yet, and you said we should mention it. The planters that you can buy in the Ark store. Yep. I love this idea. You're talking about like the aloe plant, the cactus, the, the ca- yeah, brain the succulent, tree. the brain trees, like all yeah. of that. We had this conversation, and you were like, "Eh, I don't know," but like, I'm not gonna say you disagreed with it, but I don't think you were as enthusiastic as I was about it because for me, it was one of those things where it's like, dude, I'd buy two of these things just because it makes my cockpit feel lived in. Like there are people out there who have bought one and have it on every slot. And it's just like, okay, so you have 16 cactuses in your cockpit. Great. That's not what I meant. I if, if I had the money, I would buy all those plants up right now. And But the thing is, is that I'm not going to because it's just my cockpit. So I'm fine with two or three plants in my cockpit. I'm going to say two. Like, I'd like the cactus. I'd like probably the brain tree. Maybe the aloe. 
Maybe, maybe. That's a hard maybe. But if I got all of these plants, I, I don't want to see them on my dashboard. I want to see them scattered throughout my ship. And if, even if I have to take a loading screen elevator to that section, it's, it's one of those things that it makes my ship feel lived in, and it makes me care about my ship more than the rebuy cost. Because well, I'm going to be totally honest with you. like As of right now, all I know about my ship is my cockpit. Uh, yeah, I have all these modules in it. Whoop the friggin' do. Well, okay. I mean, see, see, and I, I had this idea recently. Like, what if, what if instead of, what if instead of giving you the ability to walk around your your ship, what if they're like, hey, with arcs, you could purchase different different bridges, different cockpits, like. Like, like, say there's four or five different versions of the crate cockpit. You oh, know? my God. Like, that's a really tough question, but if you're asking me it, and if it's arcs points for, like, different skins for the, like, like and A, they'd have to have that, like, give, give us choices in skins. Don't just give us, like, three or four. Like, oh. give us a bunch of different things. Well, but, yes, like, because you can earn arcs for free. I'm, 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 I'd be down. Like, if I could customize my cockpit to where it looks different from some of the commanders, dude, I'm 100% down. Because right now, all we have is the cockpit. And that's my whole thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my crate. And I love the fact that I have a, it has a coffee pot in the background. And I love the pilot's review of it. Well, I'm going to throw that shout out back to the pilot. Uh, but. If I had the option to put different things in there, like section by section, I'm not going to say like the entire thing. Because I don't know if I'd want it to look like a 60s bunker. <laughs> but that's that's a good idea, and that's also a good way for them to kind of like continue making money and support the things they need. Yeah. Well, in, in I don't know. And, you know, we're, we're, we're going to move forward here, but... Um... Oh, that, we should. That that that's just the that's just my opinion about Atmo versus Space Legs, um, and that's the way you feel about it. I don't disagree with you about the ability to move around the ship. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, it's just like I don't disagree with you about Atmo. Like we both, I feel like we both have good arguments, and there's nothing wrong with either of those. Well, I. I see, see, see. I I don't think we're going to get the ability to move around our ship. I think it'll be and, a, I think it'll be a teleport from the cockpit to the surface. Or and like why with anything I just said to you, like because we talked about this like pretty in depth yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of there with you, but for me, like I I guess I'm I'm just I'm fine with. I'm not gonna say I'm good. I'm not gonna say I'm happy about it, but I'm fine with it. Because it's it's something rather than nothing. Well, something and that... I know that's an argument for another day and another time, but like I don't know. I'm just kind of I don't have expectations on this update just because it's like I said earlier. Like I've been through a lot of games where it's just like there's these expectations and 
and even with like movies, like I have gained expectations, but I've learned how to kind of manage my expectations. So I'm one of those people that's like, okay, let's just wait and see what they do and then experiment with what they do. Yeah. Versus I expect all of this and if it doesn't meet this, it's not worth it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that mentality. I mean, there is a little bit wrong with that mentality, but you kind of have to manage your expectations. Like just if they just give me the ability to walk around my ship, I'm happy. You might not be, but I am. Well, in anyway, I'm, I'm I want to end this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, cause I, I feel like we beat, I feel like we have beaten the dead horse. About that. We have. Um, we both made very good points on both sides, so... That being said, I want to know what everybody... I want to know what, what our community thinks. Like, what do you guys e think? Email email us and send us tweets. Like, do the things. Like, get involved with us. Yeah, let us know what you... Like, like which one that you would prefer. And let us know... Like... It, it, ultimately, it's not going to make any difference to, to FDev. They're going to do what they're going to do. And exactly. I, I feel like they're going to give us a good product. I just I, don't I know really if hope. The, I just don't know if it's the product that I want. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. It might be the product you didn't know you wanted. That's possible too. And that's Let me say that. That's Let the me last say that. we're going to say I, about it. I'm tired because with us talking about the September update for so long, we were on a downward note for so long. I want to end this on a positive thing and I want us I'm not setting expectations, but I really just hope it's good. That's all I hope for. And without a doubt, I believe it will be good no matter what we get. I just don't know. 10-4, I just, I just don't know if it'll be what I want. And there's a real big possibility that we're both wrong. They're going to give us everything, and it's going to be amazing. So. Oh, dude, like there's always that possibility. But don't get your hopes up. That's right. all I'm going to say. Don't get your hopes up. Like, literally, just expect something new, and then before you form your opinions on it, give it a try. Yeah. Just all that's all that's what I'll leave it with is just just try whatever they throw out there before you bitch and complain and moan about it like we will or or not will. I don't know. But I feel like give it a fair chance, explore it, see what you can do with it, and then form your opinion versus having an opinion before going into it. Yeah. So on Earn Your Wings this week, the question, do, 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 do. <laughs> the question <laughs> was, what weapons, the question that was asked to me, what weapons do I prefer and why? So Okay, so like I know me and you both are different on this, and that's why I interrupted because – uh. I think you have more experience with weapons than I do. So if you want me to go first, because mine's going to be short and sweet. Sure, go ahead. Uh, and then you go. But um, what weapons do I prefer and why? Okay, um, I've only done PvE. Okay. I haven't experimented with many other weapons besides all the lasers and a multi-cannon. Because in PvE, you want to try to stay out there as long as you can. And refilling ammo doesn't do that. Whereas in PvP, you want the most powerful stuff. So you can take that on a ship, get in, get out, and go turn it in. Uh, I will start off by saying, in my crate, and when I originally got it, I had the two medium hard points as lasers, and the three large as multi-cannon. 
I have now switched to three medium pulse lasers, and I don't have to. No, three large pulse lasers, and I don't have two medium. The reason being is because it's just like I don't have to refill ammo. Now, I've literally just taken my first steps into engineering, which we've introduced this as a possible segment to where it's just like, okay, engineering as it goes. But the only thing I have is like dirty drag drives. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. But I will say that going from beam lasers to pulse lasers, like. If you can keep a bead on and you have engineered beam lasers, I would go with those. But my engineering is literally only my thrusters. The three large pulse lasers, I feel kind of take down a ship faster than what I was doing with the two mediums and the three large multicannon. And that's all I need. Like the pulse lasers are packing enough of a punch for me to do it in my crate. But it's also PVE, so I don't have any real commentary on this. So, Ty, <laughs> what's your punch on that? So, so it honestly kind of depends what I'm doing. Um, right now, now I'm using my van. I'm not going to talk about motherships, but right now I have because because I got my my vet kind of geared around doing PVE stuff because that's primarily what I do anyway. The NPCs in this game, for the most part, are designed around uh, shield. They're, they're shield tanks, is what they are. They're, they're designed around keeping their shields up. Um, so, for me, the goal is to drain the shields as fast as possible. And the way that I do that is that I have two pulse cannons. On, I have two class four pulse uh, pulse lasers. Uh, those are my two uh, four class four hard points, the the huge hard points on the on the vet. Nice. And then I also mean? have two beam lasers that are the class ones. And I did this because um, the bottom hard points or the bottom hard point, the the vet's vulnerable from the bottom. The bottom rear mm -hmm. is vulnerable. Now all ships are kind of vulnerable from that from that position. But like the Anaconda has some turret, has some uh, hard points back there. Um, most ships kind of have a have a hard point or two back there, or they're maneuverable enough. The Vet, however, there's one hard point on the bottom, and it's it is a class three hard point, but it's on the bottom, so it's almost useless. Uh, you could put a turret down there, and the firing. Uh, the firing cone is a little weird because you have to get it angled right. So what part I part of me was gonna say though, like that would be a benefit if you overturned, but if you're in a Corvette, mm, you're not overturning a ship. Well, hold on a minute because you're not you're not taking into account drag drives and in uh, pilot capability still, here. So I'll still think like against a medium ship, you're not gonna overturn it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna duel, and I'll show you. So <laughs> you're probably gonna win because you yep. have more engineering than I do. I will, <laughs> I will go get I will get it. I will go get a flat one and probably beat you. But that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're over smack talking. But anyway, um, so I use pulse lasers, 
beam lasers because my idea is I want to drain the shields as fast as possible. Because to get rid of the hull, I use multi-cannons with overcharge and one of them with um, uh, corrosive? corrosive. Thank you. Because that corrosive bonus damage is oh god ridiculous. dude i've been hit i've been hit by corrosive and it it like like he just said it's it's friggin ridiculous if you get hit with one corrosive shot yeah and that's the thing about corrosive it doesn't stack but one hit yeah it it it, it really like it just completely decimates whole whole tanks now um i have tried out burst lasers I don't like how fast they drain um, uh, the distributor. Um, well, don't. Quick point: don't beam lasers drain it faster. So, so the way it breaks down um, is that beam lasers are the highest DPS, but they're also the highest drain and the highest heat generating. Pulse lasers are the lowest DPS, but they're all they're also the lowest drain and lowest heat heat building. Burst lasers are kind of right there in the middle. Yeah. Um, as far as I understand it, like, beam lasers do more damage if you can hold the fire on them. Pulse lasers do the most damage per, like, single shot. So if you can get a single shot off, like, pulse laser where it's at. And beam lasers, are not beam, but uh, the regular, what, a pulse, are kind of like the mix in between the two. So it's kind of like you have, like, your, like, Beam lasers would be an SMG. Pulse lasers would be your sniper rifle. Granted, it's it's a weak sniper rifle. It's not gonna like one shot people in a first person shooter. And uh, your pulse lasers are kind of like your SMGs. Hold on, because you're, you're not taking account the damage fall off. So the ah. damage, the damage fall off uh, starts at 0.6 kilometers, so 600 meters. And it drops significantly. I can't remember what the percentage is. I want to say it's like 40% damage at, at uh, 700 meters or something like that. Jesus, that's, that's a super small range on this game. Yeah. But that's why uh, one of the things that I recommend putting on your primary shield drainer, primary shield drainers, the pulse lasers, or uh, like what I put on my pulse lasers is, is long range. That makes mm-hmm. it to where I can uh, do damage to a ship. I want to say up to f- up to four or five kilometers. It might be six kilometers. Nice. That is a hundred percent damage. Like there is there is no there is little or or no drop off. Hell yeah. And I feel like it's worth it. Now you gotta get it completely maxed out for it to really be worth it. But I feel like it's worth it. I feel like it's the right way to go. Um, and I kind of got confirmed a little bit when um, I, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about Flintlock Engineering. And that that guy, I started watching his videos this week. He confirmed a lot of the stuff that I've been practicing for a few years. So it was it was nice to have some some confirmation there. So Hell yeah. But when it comes to kinetic, kinetic weapons, I've tried out cannons, uh, multi-cannons, fragment cannons. Um, I've tried out the shot cannons. I've tried out the, um, uh, the flesh hit, the, the, uh, what are the, the remote release flesh hit launchers. I like multi cannons. They're just a flat out. They're just, they're just a machine gun. That's what they are. Yeah. The, the flat oh, mini gun, mini gun, I think is a better term because they're rotating yeah, cannons. Yeah. The, now 
I say all this, but I really like fragment cannons because they That's are the shotgun of the game. Exactly, it's a shotgun. That's exactly what it is. You're only if you can keep your target within 500 meters. You once once their shield is down, you will just I don't care what you got. You will rip their hull ridiculously fast. Even corrosive be damned. You will. You don't need corrosive with with that. You can just destroy things with with fragment cannons. They are really good for that. They're not bad for shields either. They're good for shields too, but they're really good on hulls. Well, I mean, and, that's the point I try to bring up is like because in PVE builds you're trying to stay out there for as long as you can, whereas in PVP builds. It's like you're trying to go out there, take somebody out, and get back. Well, that's the, when you're doing PVE, you don't want to make several ammo runs. You want to be out there forever, as long as your shield is up or your hull is up. Well, that, that's that's what I was about to say. Is that the other thing about fragment cannons and cannons in general is that their ammo is really low. So for me, I like uh, pulse lasers because. Um, once you get them engineered right, they are really good at dis, uh, destroying shields. I like beam lasers for the same reason, um, and I like multi cannons. Um, for PvP, however, railguns, plasma accelerators, um, those are really the best way to go, I think. Um, and the the Packhound missile missile launcher, I believe, is still really good for pvp oh people love the pack counts like yeah. that's typically the second thing they go for after prismatic shields which yeah. if you engineer your shields i think prismatics have kind of fallen off the grid well i i, I and i'm not a big pvper so i don't know uh yeah neither do i I'm like but... this is us speaking i'll be honest this is us speaking kind of like out of experience yeah but I, um, everything I've ever read is that the pack count is a really good, mm -hmm. uh, PVP weapon. Um, like, I, I feel like that's like the best missile launcher. Like, I, I feel like I've read that somewhere before. It's like, that's the best missile launcher you can get. Yep. So th that's kind of what we feel about weapons. Um, going over to the quick community, th community thing here I want to talk about is Flintlock Engineering. Um, so I come across this guy on Twitter of all places and hmm. he has, uh, two videos. He has four videos up, but two of them are kind of introductions videos about what his channel is going to be about. And two of them are, he goes into details about, um, engineering weapons. And this guy, he, he's making a whole series based around the engineering aspects of the game. And going to go into detail about all the different options, what the actual percentages that you gain here and there. Um, he's not really giving you opinions on what he thinks is the best ones, but he kind of says, "Hey, here are the facts. You can draw your own conclusions." And I like that he kinda did like, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Like, yeah. because you always like, and this is going back to like looking at ship builds and things like that, like. You always have the answers like, get this, get this, get this, get that. But that's all the opinionated. Yeah. This guy's just giving you the numbers and saying, hey, here's the numbers. Work with what you think will work for you. Yeah. And on that, uh, Flint, if, we're, if by chance you're listening, Flint, please 
reach out, reach out to me. Um, I, I sent you a message in Twitter. Um, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have conversations with you in game and possibly even get you on the show. If you're interested, uh, you can just reach out to me, please. So, and if anybody Hello. here knows how to reach him to get in touch with me besides Twitter, uh, please reach out to him um, and let him know I'm looking for him. So, yeah, Ty really wants to know how to talk to this guy. Uh, Ty is Tierval on Twitter. T Y R V O L. Yep, and but that's, that's also my commander he, name. So, if he's wanting to like, like if he listens to this and he hears this, like he can also reach us at Elite Dane or Loose Screws Ed and. Uh, like, cause I handle that one and I'll, I'll let Ty know, like both of us are kind of interested in talking to him. He, he seems like a really cool dude. And, but you know, just, just if anybody has any way to contact this guy, let us know via either one of those. It's either at Tierval, T Y R V O L or loose screws ED. Um, sidebar here. He has the name of his ship is the saucy mare. And, <laughs> He, uh, he he is embracing the Black Cells um, pirate theme, and I love that. Uh, like I said, I'd, I'd love to have a conversation with this gentleman. So, Captain James Flint, if you're out there, please let us know. Um, lo- love to have and uh, love to have a conversation with you, man. Um, that's the only other thing we have regarding to the community. It was about um, Alec Turner and him and his feature commander this week, but we already talked about that. Are you sure you're not forgetting Commander Buzz Tight Gear? Well, that's the email. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, let, let me let me read Alec Turner's email here. So this is so emails again. You can always email us at uh, loosecrewsquestions at gmail dot com, and we'll go from there. Um, so from Alec Turner, he says, "Hi again. Been listening to episode eight. Thanks for the mention. I just wanted to set the record straight on the UTC time zone issue." What we do in Buckyball Racing Club. Basically, we try hard to be as inclusive as possible, so we run our time trial races for an entire week using uh, 0000-in-game time as start-in times just for convenience. Open to all, any time zone, any platform, any day you fancy giving it a try. So next time, no excuses. Um, thanks, Alex. Uh, appreciate you letting you... Or Alec, thanks for reaching out to me on that because we were hell yeah, we were dumb. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, like it was like I've kind of heard about the buckyball stuff. Yeah, but I I I have no idea what the rules are. So, well, and and you know he's what we need to like. I'm not sure I'm real interested in doing the buckyball. I mean, I probably will be participating in some buckyball stuff just because it's, it's Alec and you know, that's, that's, well, that's, you let me know when you're doing that and yeah. you let me know what the things are and we'll do it together, sir. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, we also have an email from commander buzz tight gear to the rescue. And, um, first of all, that's a cool name. And I, I like Oh, that. dude, like, when I saw that at the, at the email, I I had a good hearty laugh. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that is so good. So he was um, awesome enough to send us um, a three-page letter here. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, but there were some parts I wanted to uh, read here. 
Well, um, you say three pages. I don't feel like it was that long, though. It, like, it I feel like that's just kind of like the PDF format. Yeah. No, that's... that's it was... It, it's about, like, six paragraphs. It's not as long as it sounds, because when you hear three pages, you go... Ugh! Yeah. But it's it's really not that long. Um, he says here... Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to pull some excerpts out of here, so bear with me a second. Um... He says, Ty, in episode one, you mentioned that you're really good at building uh, custom PCs. What gaming hardware do you use? How do you use? How is your PC spec'd out? Hotus, which one and why? Gaming keyboard Answer mouse, it. which one and why? So let me take this, because he, he wants to know kind of all my stuff, so I'm going to break it down real quick. Answer it. So I have an Intel, uh, it's a little bit older processor. It's a i7 6700K. Uh, it's running at four four gigahertz right now. Um, I have 32 gigs of RAM, uh, the G Skill Trident RGB, which is gorgeous. Um, so when I made this build, I I originally was going to make it a um, I was going to use the NZXT uh, Kraken, the all-in-one uh, X62 or K62. Uh, the all-in-one cooler. I was going to use that midway through uh, getting the parts for this because I, I bought I bought all the I bought it in parts. Like I got I, I bought a part and then a few months later I bought another part kind of thing. Midway through the build, um, I made the decision to go with an air-cooled, and the reason that was is because I have never done a water uh, water-cooled build, and it honestly scared the shit out of me. And the reason why is this: one drop of liquid. And I know they don't technically use the, I know they use like, um, most all the ones don't actually use water. They use like the, I think it's mineral oil that's not conductive. Um, so, but anyway, ultimately I decided to go with an air-cooled build. And so I have a thermal take, uh, what is the model? of oh, the NIC C5 on this thing. Um, it's a huge, uh, copper-cooled cooler on it. It's, it really looks good. Uh, when I made the build, I wanted kind of everything to everything to be kind of black and black and red. So I went with a gigabyte motherboard. Um, I believe this is a Z Z170. Uh, it is a little older, but that's because I haven't upgraded it yet. Probably next year when when I upgrade it. Um, but the video card recently got upgraded. Um, I had a 1080 Ti in there. Um, and I swapped it out recently for a 2080 Ti. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. And That's hard to be like. So, uh, and I'm, I'm still kind of get, getting used to this uh, 2080 Ti. It runs a little warmer than than that uh, 1080. Uh, it runs actually about 5 degrees Celsius warmer than the other one, so... I was a little scared at first that maybe I had screwed something up, but uh, I, I just went in and went in and put a much uh, more aggressive fan curve on it because um, I wanted to, it wanted to run cool. I don't like I don't like video cards that cruise like around like when they're underneath low cruise around like 75, 80. I, I like them to cruise around 55, 60. So, um, but. Like if you're if if you're wanting like some recommendation, I just put a, a build together for a, a buddy of mine. He, I got a 9700K for him, an ASUS uh, Hero uh, 
motherboard. I can't remember the spec on that, but I can get you that if you want it. Um, he actually got a 2180 or 2080 Ti, uh, same memory, and he actually went ahead and got the Kraken. And right now, if I had to do over again, I would get the Kraken. And there's a good chance that I'm going to have the Kraken probably next year, because Hell yeah. I think it's so freaking beautiful, man. I can't describe it to you. It is so beautiful. Uh, but what I did to this build, so I got it. I got, I put it into an H. An NZXT H440 case. I like NZXT stuff. Uh, they do good work. There's, I know there's a lot of things about their cam software that a lot of people don't like, and I'm kind of right there with you. But I feel like overall they do a good job. So that's that's that. Um, what Hotos do I use? Man, right now I got the uh, Logitech Logitech X56 or the Cytec X, X56. Uh, I like it. I know there's a lot of bad reviews about it. I bought it um, mainly because my X52 died, and uh, I, I didn't. Is go ahead. Is the X52 like the basic Logitech? Not Logitech, but the, like Thrustmaster one. Uh, no, the Thrustmaster is a different brand. The X52 is like yeah, yeah. Because well, uh, um. Like, okay, because, like, I feel like this is kind of, like, a question for both of us. He's asking what Hotosses we use. Yeah. Currently, I am use actually using a PlayStation 4 version of a Hotos of a PC version I used to have. I forget the name of it, but this is an Ace Combat 4 version for the PS4. I have installed the drivers for it. It is literally nothing fancy. It's a basic throttle and stick. But... It gets the job done for me now. Um, my like, I, I'm gaming on a laptop at the current moment because my PC is super out of date. Uh, but like, I don't use anything too fancy. Uh, I I still have stuff bound to the keyboard, as a matter of fact, because uh, like this this just doesn't have a crap ton of buttons, and I kind of honestly I kind of like it that way, if I'm being honest, because uh. Like, not doing me wrong, it's not that this is, isn't is good, but I'm so used to gaming mouse and keyboard that it's one of those things where it's just like just still having stuff on my keyboard. It, it, it feels, I guess, homey to me, if that's if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, gaming mouse and keyboard, I'm a Razer guy. Uh, oh, hell yeah, dude, totally. Uh, me and their company kind of have a history. I can go into detail with that later if y'all if y'all like. Uh, but right now I'm using the Razer Huntsman Elite. Um, I love 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 this keyboard. Um, the Opto mechanical switches on it are great and they're clicky. I mean, if you, I mean, if you listen here. Oh, they're just beautiful. I love it. I love it. I miss my mechanical keyboard. I'm gaming on a laptop. I don't have that and just every day. Um, but I'm using the Razer. I think it's the Death Adder mouse. Yeah, that's a good one. It's I mean, two side buttons, and then you have your left click, right click, and for me, it's just the ergonomics of it. It fits my palm super well. And while yes, I know there's mice out there with like ten thousand buttons, and I've used a few of those. Yeah. I've used the Razer Naga. I've used the Steel Series Warcraft MMO mouse. Yeah. I forget what that one's called, but um, like the Razer Death Adder, like it's not even like because I don't want 
tons of buttons. Like I'm fine with the two button setup on the thumb side and then left click, right click. It's just the ergonomics of it. The ergonomics of it are fantastic. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say about it. They are just, it, it's a great mouse. And it's also one of the cheaper mouses on the market. Like, yeah, I think you can get this nice mouse for like between 40 and 60 bucks. I can't remember the last time I had to buy one. I know I've bought two of them, but like, they're, 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 I, I love them. And, that's just me. Like, I don't want my mouse to have 20 buttons. I like my mouse with left click, right click, and then the other two buttons are for sensitivity because I play a couple of shooters and other things like that. And like, let's say we're playing Battlefield, I want my I want my on foot soldier to have lower DPS, lower FPS, not FPS, DPS. There we go. Ha, that's the one. Yeah, but if I'm in a vehicle, like I want my vehicle to have higher DPS because I want to be able to turn it. If I have 400 DPS in a tank and I can't turn to shoot somebody before they shoot me, then it doesn't matter. You're talking about DPI, not DPS. DPI, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, like, there's there's like a VR headset. Um, I think what I'm going to do with that is that I'm actually going to talk a little bit about VR in our next episode, kind of go into VR and why I love it and all the other stuff for this game. Uh, can I talk about how I wish I had it? You can. Um, <laughs> um, the other thing is, uh, I'm going to read some of the other things he says here. It didn't take me long before pulling trigger on a Hoda, so I'll say that this game is insane in VR. If you guys haven't tried on VR, like I said, we'll talk about that. Uh, what are some places to see or bucket list items every commander, commander should experience? Man, I, I've actually have a plan to do a whole episode about things that every commander needs to see and do before just everything they need to see and do. Um, next question you asked is what is the best ship and how to outfit it for certain missions? Um, Whatever ship you want, as long as it does it well. Like, I have... I'm, I'm sure Ty is the same way about this. I'm sorry to interject on that one, but... Like, there is no best ship. There's not. Um, There's really you, not. You, you like, my it... crate, I feel like... Because I use my crate as a multi-purpose ship in its own. I don't yeah. use it for one single thing. I use it for everything I want to do. Now, now right now, I will say I'm using a Type 9 to do trade runs of Rockford Fertilizer for the Community Gulf because yeah. I know it's going to beat my crate on that for pure and simple fact of cargo space. I'm being a tr space trucker. It's quite boring, but I'm doing it for the Community Goal, and... I, I at least want to be top 25% in one community goal. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but yeah, like it's just specialize your ship to what you want it to do and make sure you're using the right, like it, because there's plenty of ships that can do plenty of things, but like certain ships just do certain things better. And there's plenty of information out there to find the ship to do what you want it to do. So, so just just a quick rundown. Um, like, 
I think the best explorer right now is the Crate Phantom. You can make an argument that the the Asp Explorer is still good, the Diamondback uh, Explorer is still good, the Anaconda is still good. Yeah, okay, there you go. I was about you, to say, like, the Anaconda, because of the Anaconda's massive jump range. But... It's three more light years than the Crate Phantom, so... And, but doesn't it also require more engineering? I or don't think not? so. It's, it's just splitting hairs. I have no idea to be honest here, but uh, it's the same like, amount of engineering look, either way. But so. if you're looking at top tier exploration ships, the two I've heard the most is Crate Phantom and Anaconda. Yeah, um, like for combat, uh, man, that's <sighs> combat's iffy because combat's a lot of specialization in what you prefer to use. It it, it, it honestly depends on how you fly. Like, I got a buddy of mine who plays the game. He loves his anaconda. But the way he does combat, he or, or when he's bounty hunting, he will literally park his ship in the middle of the uh, zone, not move, and just use it as a turret and just turn well, around and shoot people. And that's what he does. It's also PvE versus PvP. PvP is a different ball of wax. So Exactly. Uh, for PvE... The, I mean, I'll, I'll say larger ships like the Anaconda and the Corvette, but for PvP, PvP to truly be a master at that medium ships or where it rains. And a lot of people like Fertile Lance, a lot of people like Crate Mark II. Uh, if I'm missing something here, let me hold know. On, but... Hold on, like we can do a whole thing on PvP. I don't want to devolve into that. Oh, so. yeah, we could definitely <laughs> do a whole thing on PvP, in which that's the thing. It's like I haven't done it. But I know I've read enough about it to know what people can do in yeah. these ships. So, 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 some of your questions we're going to address in future episodes. So just we'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Buzz tight gear. Just hold on. Bear with us. Um, la- the last two things I want to read here, um, guys. Thank you so much for the time and effort you both dedicate to making this podcast. Thank you for saying that. You're both well in your way, and y'all are producing some great content. Please know that, regardless. Um, I'll still continue to support and enjoy your show. Ty and Justin, I wish you nothing but the best and continued success with Loose Screws and any other endeavors you pursue. Y'all are awesome. If you're anywhere near the Austin, Texas area, I'd love to buy you a beer and talk Elite Dangerous. There's a good chance. I wish I was in fucking Texas because, dude, you were, like, I'll go ahead. Like, I'm interjecting, and I know I shouldn't, but, like, he gave us really constructive criticism. I don't feel like any of the things he said were insulting or putting down. I agree. It was a lot of positive points, a lot of things that were just like it like it's fine that you do this, but here's how to do it better. In which I know I've said once in this episode, if I'm being honest, and you pointed that out. But that's just one of those things where it's like in that moment for me, like when I say that, this is just me personally, and I know it doesn't come off that way, but when I say something like that, it's that's me pointing out that that's my strong feeling towards it. It's not necessarily, you know, I, like, I get what you were saying, but a lot of his criticisms were, they were very constructive, nothing negative. Because, I mean, he could have just as easily been like, oh, well, this sucks, change it to this. Well, that's not constructive criticism. But, um... You know, I, I, I appreciate the things that he said, and dude, there's a good chance, I haven't confirmed it yet, I got some things to work out at work, but there's a good chance I'm going to be in Austin uh, in, in, in January. Man, I will definitely be looking you up 
and we'll we'll be we'll definitely be talking. I'm so mad you get this opportunity, and I don't, <laughs> because I would sit down and talk with this guy. Yeah, but I think that is going to do the show, man. Because uh, I think I think that's all we got, unless you have something else. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say our closing quote. Yeah, we'll do it, man. Don't fly without a rebuy. Exactly. Never do that. But I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll go from there. See you guys next time. Thanks again. Have have a good one, guys. And as always, like thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. Agreed. You always check us out at uh, uh, on the Twitter, uh, Loose Screws ED. Uh, if you have any hey, questions, hey, you did it! I did it! I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, shoot us an email if you guys have any questions or anything you just want us to address in the show. Uh, Loose Screws Questions at gmail.com. That's gonna do it, man. See you guys next time. Good night.